0: Hello and welcome to Filling in the Gaps. I'm Justin. And I'm Darren. And today we're going to be discussing a puzzle game called The Room 3. This may sound somewhat familiar as we've discussed (laughs) The Room and The Room 2. It is again a puzzle box game, but more so. They've basically done everything that they tried to do in 2, but actually did a really good job of it this time. I wholeheartedly recommend... The Room 3, if you like puzzle games at all, this should be in your library. Yeah, it's, it's, it's
1: awesome. I, I've never... I can't really remember the last time that I saw a series consistently improve with each installment.
0: But the thing is, I still would say I like the Room 1 better than the Room 2. I yeah, would we, say yeah, we had that. that yeah, I would say the that time. they did improve in some ways, but overall, the look and feel of the first one felt magical to me, and the second one... Felt a little inconsistent. This one in every way feels consistent. It feels like it has a through story. It feels like the whole thing was organized and put together ahead of time in a way that is just so beautiful. Fireproof Games was just, well, they were on fire for this one. (laughs) And it's still not that old. This was November 2018. There's another game that's already out, and possibly you were talking off audio before about. Another one that may be coming out even in the future. 2020. It has amazing reviews overall. Overwhelmingly positive with, I think, 2,400 reviews on Steam. Tons of awards. And earned. I think if you've already played the other two room games, we're basically speaking to the choir. You're going to be in for this one. It's also fairly cheap. Mm-hmm. Basically, I, That's it, man. If you want to play a puzzle game, that's good. This is the one.
1: It's the best introduction
0: we've given to a game so far, I think. (laughs) (laughs) So, if you haven't played it, you definitely need to go play it. We need to start talking about this, and we're going to be spoiling things left and right. So, go play The Room 3, come back and listen. Or, if you have already, stay tuned. Here's the spoiler section. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Tutorial starts off in a train carriage. Mm -hmm. There's a journal... Talking again about the mysterious AS and the house are gone, but we as a character, our nameless character and gender, (laughs) we are still searching for more. And there's some sort of society that we're trying to get help from, but they're not helpful. And I just can't get this itch of the null out of my mind. Quote, I am marked. (laughs) You get a few pages. Did you try to go all the way through the journal to see if there's anything (laughs) in the back? Is there anything in the back? Does it ever reach a back? I don't think
1: it ever reaches the back. I gave up.
0: I made it about 30 pages in (laughs) and thought, "Uh, I'm not sure if this is actually going anywhere. There's also some drawings in there, some symbols. So we see the null symbol. We see the symbol from the second one, which is the two doors in the cube. And we go into a tunnel. And this is a beautiful thing that I think They showed us in the second one that they could do cutscenes, but in my opinion, I mean, they looked okay, but they just didn't seem to really mesh with what was going on. This one, perfectly, they mesh. So you go into the tunnel, everything goes dark, now there's a man sitting across from you, he disappears, and there's a box appearing on the table. There's a key, the game begins. We get out our old eyepiece out of our secret compartment in the suitcase, and we need to use that in order to essentially get a new lens piece. And this new lens piece will allow us to enter very tiny places. That's awesome, I love that. Which we did a bit in the previous one. There are yeah. a couple of puzzles that you would do that, but it's just all the time in this one. So I started to come up with a shorthand where I just call lens enter. Right. <laughs> so anytime in my notes where I had to go into something, I just call it lens enter, mm. blah, blah, blah. So here we are. And we get into our tutorial puzzle box, which is fairly simple as a tutorial one should be. And it leaves a pyramid, tendrils appear out, and we as a character are teleported to a whole new place. And we're trapped in a little room, and there's a couple notes in this room, and also a puzzle that is riddle-based. So you have to use your lens to see, and... There, you just have to match the items up to the the riddle, which two out of the three, I figured out. The third one, I would have figured out, I think, but... but you, don't, you don't need to. You just flick
1: through them, yeah. Yeah,
0: true. I could have just pushed my way through, but I had accidentally left it on the correct one, apparently. Ah, okay. <laughs> because I was just flipping through to see what was available. And then when I started to actually do the puzzles, the after I solved the second one, it just opened. I went, oh... I must have got the right answer on the last one as well. So yeah, so now here we are with the new lens. We can look into the lock and we can open it. I don't like this. Do you know why I don't like this? No. If we could do this here, why can we not do it for every keyhole?
1: Because it's only special marked keyholes that work with it.
0: No, but I mean, if you're going to give me this where I can... Turn the tumblers, and I can open something up. Why can I not do it all the time?
1: Because it's only with ones that have been... Imagine it, like these locks have been imbued with some kind of magical power that allow, allow you to teleport into them using the lens.
0: Yeah, but you're filling in the gaps a bit there for
1: them. Not really, man. This whole thing is a whole... The whole thing, even from the room one until now, everything is a meticulously designed test. And so...
0: But I I feel like if you... I feel like you should have never given me any keyhole that I can manipulate like this. Because it just makes it seem like I should be able to do it again. And I'm not really. Uh, yeah. Because how many times do we see keys in this game? Um, a couple. A hundred? <laughs> <laughs> there are so many keys in this game. There's, there's so a, many keels. There's
1: a few keys that you, you can go into as well. Yeah, there's more than one.
0: But none that you can do this with the tumblers. Ah, right. Okay.
1: Yeah. Because it's not designed that way. <laughs> I'm man.
0: It just, to me, feels inconsistent i liked it at first i thought this was going to be an amazing mechanic as far as opening locks but that's not what it's for it's only for here i really honestly rather story-wise and consistent wise for puzzles they just give me a a key here
1: yeah but i mean it's 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 a tutorial so it's, it's to let you know this is how it works and this is a simple puzzle for you just to just to go through. I mean, yeah, from a me- mechanic standpoint, yeah, it's
0: just like. But we could have gone through how many other things did we go in? We manipulated a shape to get a key. We could have just done the same thing here. This looks cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to argue with that. But... <laughs> Stop complaining about good things, Justin. It's good. Fair enough. <laughs> we get into what is Grey Home. Grey yep. Home is the home of. Our new character that we're following called the Craftsman. Our
1: new best friend.
0: In fact, before we are able to make it through this door, we've seen the Craftsman come in, grab his key, and disappear through a... We don't actually get to see him disappear through the portal, but if you've played the first two games, you're pretty aware of what happened. Yeah. We walk in, there's a what he refers to in one of his notes as a font of kind of black ichor. And through that, we're going to be able to open up more doors and more parts of the home, I guess. Yeah, this is our central kind of hub. So essentially, we're going to get into what I refer to as the study. And the study is going to lead to the lighthouse. Yes. There are two major puzzles that are the major puzzles to get into any chapter. So we have to do the connecting positive and negative terminals.
1: Which I did find a bit tedious, to be honest. That
0: didn't really... Like every time or just the...
1: Towards the end, like as they got progressively more difficult, just this is just busy work, man. It's not even.
0: It felt a little easy, mm. but I didn't mind. I did like that by the last one, there's no marks anymore. Right, yeah. So they did build it up a little bit. I didn't mind, honestly, because I was able to solve it so quickly. I think if I had been frustrated by it, then I'd be irritated, but it worked very well. It so... works well, yeah. And this, this formula I do kind of like. So, you know, to get into the next chapter, you have to do this. You have to power up this box. And then you have to mess with an what, oscilloscope. Yeah. And then lights outside, you will see, turn on leading up to your objective. So, the first one, as I said, is the lighthouse.
1: Which didn't work for me. And that was a bad start to this game.
0: You said that to me online. But... I never really encountered a bug, so I got lucky, I guess.
1: Yeah, because I've played this before. I played this, I completed this on mobile first. Um, and so I was lucky that I knew something was up, because otherwise I would have been like, oh, okay, that's not the solution, then I'm doing something wrong. Um, but yeah, I, I lined up everything on the oscilloscope, and it wasn't triggering it. And I was like, oh, oh dear, okay, something's something's definitely, definitely wrong here. So I quit out, and then when I came back in and I did the exact same thing again, boom it works now. And that wasn't, I had two bugs like that in the game, um, which again, if I hadn't played the mobile version first, I would have been a bit stumped and maybe, I don't know, I I would have doubted myself that I knew what I was doing. So that was a bit of a bummer.
0: Yeah. Like I said, I didn't encounter it, luckily, Mm. but now I'm in the lighthouse and one of the most amazing looking table puzzles that we're going to get Everything looks great in this game, but this in particular just took me by surprise. I wasn't expecting this one right out the gate. So when we get the spherical object, we're able to... There's a series of things that lead to basically this model of where we are. It's like the beginning of Game of Thrones. Yes. (laughs) And it comes out of the table and pieces are missing, obviously. Of course. (laughs) But even there's a tower... That I do like that there were some things just as you looked at them, it would give you a bit of a hint. This looks like it's missing a piece. Yeah, I I understand <laughs> that, but I appreciated that they were there. Yeah, the,
1: the hint system in this game is so funny. It's like they one of the one of the hints that I got. I even wrote it down somewhere. It was like oh. This looks like it could be useful.
0: <laughs>
1: and, then, and then, hint number two is like tells you exactly where to put it. It's like hint one is absolutely useless. Hint two is the answer. I uh, see. I didn't have
0: that, but I didn't use as many hints this time. I felt like a lot more of this game was intuitive than, say, the second one, and even the first one. Because the first one, so many things were so well hidden that yeah, I couldn't always find them. I did use hints. I won't lie. I did use hints, but. Personally, I feel like we was using a lot less of them yeah. in this one than either of the other two. And it is this room where I used my first hint, but it's because I didn't quite understand how the box of letters, how that machine worked. Right. So, at first, I thought I could only click the letters that were right next to the arrows, and which didn't make any sense to me. But I couldn't quite get it in my head how it would work and I guess I didn't play with it quite enough to make it work and then one of the hints says something about where you are so I tried to put in gray I tried to put in home and those don't work and I was like well now I'm really confused and the thing is I had thought I need to put the word pyre because it was on the floor but I could, in my head I couldn't see how I would get the y or so there's some letter I was like i I don't see how I could get it. And then once I realized how the machine worked, I went, oh, well, that was dumb. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a very interesting system of how to light up all the 26 letters. Yeah. Yeah. Basically just using like junctions to like make letters. But in my head, I just didn't see it and I didn't play around with it enough. And... I guess I wasn't quite in the right mindset just yet of the game.
1: What I find the hints useful for was when I... Because I've I've got a terrible memory, as I'm sure you're aware. The the hint system really helped me Like when I quit out of the game and then I come back in and I'm like, what was I doing again? You know, and it's like, just click on that hint. It's like, okay, point me in the right direction again. Boom, you're back on track. So yeah, I don't know though. Yeah, it felt like they were definitely just giving things away.
0: You have well, to be careful not to go too far in the hints. Too, yeah.
1: And I think for most of them, I think they've only got two hints now. I think in the original games, there was three. There was a... There was a
0: it depends on the puzzle. Some like will have it? many. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: okay. And they fill up pretty quickly And that timer as well. It's like, you're not really waiting a long time between between this. But no, guess, you're not. But
0: I almost I almost want to turn that sound off because yeah. it just makes me want to look at it. Yeah. That little ding. Okay. <laughs> oh, Stop telling me. Pavlov. I will, <laughs> I will wait. I will wait. Yeah. This... Room is very interesting because it also leads to multiple levels. You end up riding the whole table upstairs. Yeah, yeah, that's impressive. And the diving helmet puzzle is just full of different pieces that you have to use on the table and a lot of back and forth that works very well. To the point where I had to stop and remember to take notes because I was just flying through it. And I had to go, oh... I need to write all this (laughs) down before I forget, just in case. I had to keep going back and forth, back and forth to this stone tower, and I just wanted to be done with that tower, Mm -hmm. not realizing that was the end game. I felt like it was in the way of me getting to the end game, but really it is the end game. You get to go upstairs using this elevator, every piece of which is yet another small puzzle you have to solve in order to put everything together, light the lighthouse, you basically turn it on, and you get your first dancing pyramid. Yes, So this takes you back to the hub where you put that down. You get a new piece. You get to go into now the library.
1: My favorite room.
0: I think the study is mine, but we'll get to that. So we go into the library. There's a ton of stuff here. Upstairs, there's the book that you can open and get the cube out of that becomes something so much more (laughs) in the future. You have the fortune teller machine that you can't use yet. At least I don't. Think you can? I use don't think yet, you can. No, but has it an interesting it, token inside. It's missing a piece, isn't it? I think you got to find a piece to make it work. I don't remember, but I know I couldn't at this point yeah. anyway. Much as I wanted to, I was desperate to get that thing to work. Yeah, but you go back to the same thing. So you ignore the phone, you ignore the phonograph, you ignore everything, so that you can do the electricity and the oscilloscope again.
1: Oh, yeah, I meant to say this. The the, the oscilloscope reminded me of like, all these oscilloscope puzzles. Did you ever play any of the other R- Mist games apart from the first one? No. Okay, there's a there's I think it's in 4. Yeah, I or definitely ma- didn't or, get that far. Or maybe it's in 5 where there's these oscilloscope puzzles. And yeah, this totally reminded me of of that. But the ones in the room 3 are a lot less frustrating than the ones in Mist, of course. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: We get to the clock tower. And the clock tower has a bird in a cage, will eventually find a basement and an upper level. What did you think of the clock tower?
1: I liked it. I like all of it, man.
0: <laughs> yeah. There's the interesting puzzle in the downstairs where you have to reshape the figures. That was an amazing puzzle. To make the bird shape.
1: Yeah, because I love that. It's almost like a kind of art form where, you know, you look at it from one angle and it's this shape. You look at it from the other angle, and it's a different shape. This must be quite hard to come up with, you know?
0: I like it, though. This kind of puzzle does frustrate me at first because I don't know what shape I'm going for. They've given us hints that bird is a possibility and you can start to see it. But then I don't know what shape the bird is supposed to be. Is it supposed to be in flight? Is it supposed to be at rest? These kind of things would help me, but... It wasn't that difficult, so I'm okay to let it go. One thing that gets to me about the clock tower, though, is the bird itself. Because the bird is in a cage. So as you've talked about in the room two, somebody has to keep resetting everything. And in this one, well, somebody has to keep feeding that bird. And how do you know the bird is still going to be alive? (laughs) And how do you know that the bird is going to fly exactly where you need it to fly in order to pull off the last bell puzzle, I think? I do find that a little weird.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I I don't look at it as like someone has to physically come in and reset everything and train this this bird to do all that kind of stuff. But the whole thing
0: is just magical and, you know, he... saying it magically resets itself.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, you know, we're dealing with supernatural powers. Like it's...
0: Magical VR.
1: It's magical VR, yeah.
0: (laughs) I don't think so, but... I guess we can get to that at the end if you really want to make that argument, but <laughs> I, th- I think that's just going one step further than I really want to. This is also where we get the puzzle with the picture. We go into the picture and we have to move the light around the white lines. I like that one a lot. That was
1: like basically just playing the witness.
0: Except easier. Yeah. <laughs> and there's also just another great puzzle box. There were lots of great bits to this puzzle putting the clock together, having to move the magnetic pieces around the maze to fill the slots. Or oh, the ballerinas. And the ballerinas. The ballerinas, that is just a beautiful looking puzzle yeah and a beautiful puzzle in the way it works. I really enjoyed that puzzle a lot. Yeah,
1: nice, nice puzzle. Smooth as butter.
0: Just a beautiful room. I liked it, but that's about all I have to say about it. Yep. So outside of, I think, the kind of, pulling back and going forward. It just felt awkward, like changing floors. Right. And especially having to go from the basement to the top and then back again. Sometimes that was a little bit frustrating, but I will gladly go through that to get the puzzles that we got on this level. We go back to the center and we place our pyramid, which spins and dances into place. And we now get to go down to the... Forge. Forge. So the forge... The forge itself, I just found very frustrating because there was a part where, and this is the hint system where it wasn't exactly helpful to me, the first few, where I knew kindling was supposed to go there, I knew I had the flint, I knew everything that I was supposed to be doing, but I just couldn't figure out where the kindling was supposed to go. There was something weird about the kindling door that just didn't seem intuitive to me because I was trying to turn it to its side, I was trying to lift it up, just didn't think to pull it down.
1: I think, I think they want to mess around. Maybe that's a a recurring joke with fireproof games because they're dealing with fire, you know? Like, cause in room two, sparking that thing in, in that, in that like, um, tomb room, you know, you had to get the kindling and a flint and you had to put the kindling in there. It wasn't a kindling, it was a, it was a, a wicker doll, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. And so I was spent Ages stuck on that part. It's like, yeah, and now now here you are like, How do I what is that? Yeah, maybe maybe fireproof is messing with us.
0: Maybe. But there was a hint that said something about a glass case. So I was looking for this glass case. I was thinking that it was actually under the floor. We had already had a trapdoor right. with a lever, so I was thought maybe there's some sort of trap door underneath it. No, it's just it's right there. It was just it me look not like glass. seeing it. Yeah, it didn't look like glass. That was that was just weird. But there are great things that work in this room. The
1: pyramid you... in this room is great. Like that puzzle pyramid is awesome. Like you get a lot of mileage out of that. That's for sure. but you definitely do.
0: <laughs> the reusability of the key, which is a bit game logic here that we could keep using the same piece of metal and getting the same amount of key over and over again.
1: yeah, no waste in the in the great home <laughs> manner.
0: There's also the fact that you can forge a key within about two seconds but i appreciate that because i don't want to wait i'm very impatient yeah so by all means but yeah the puzzle box itself again looks beautiful works beautifully lots of things to do on it hidden bits you need to look for just lots of great stuff that you need to do i wasn't a great fan of the woodworking shop
1: part but in what way just i mean i I appreciate the game that it doesn't let me just get this out of the way because I wanted to say this before. I love how the room does not highlight objects. Um because A, it wouldn't work, cause that would make even things even more confusing. But I know a lot of like, especially casual gamers, they just want to like click on only the highlighted objects. But for the carpentry room, it was a bit confusing because there's so many things in there and you're like, what can I work with? What can't I work with? Um I'm pretty sure I need to use this. Just I can't use it yet. I'm, I've got the water running in the right way, but it's not working. It's like there's, there's so many parts of this whole forge level. Um, but, yeah, the, the woodworking room just seemed like an extra thing that they just tacked on. Like, let's just put a door here and put an extra bit to the puzzle. And it didn't feel too, like, I don't know, fleshed out or something I didn't
0: See, I didn't have that problem because we had a few things going on. So, one... You have to use the levers in order to open the door. You have to go in. You have to use the sandbags to place on the tiles. Yeah. So you have to use the sandbag in those ways. You have to open that window to get the access to get the sandbag to go through Mm -hmm. to be cut by the saw. So seeing that the sandbag had two full uses, seeing that the saw ended up having two uses seeing that the lathe had two uses i didn't mind Mm. i didn't mind having the machine move and then move that plate so that i could get the belt out of the floor maybe that felt like it was an extra step that i didn't really need because i was looking all over for a belt (laughs) it was right there yeah (laughs) i mean when the puzzle kind of solves itself that feels a bit defeating like what's the purpose then but otherwise no i liked it and What I thought, though, was, wow, how much time did they spend to make this extra little room look nice and look full? Mm. And then we don't spend that much time in there. Same thing with the printing room. We don't spend a lot of time in there, but they put a lot of effort to make it look full.
1: They don't scrimp on their artwork. Yeah, they, they totally. Yeah, even if you're not using it, it's still a lot of work has been put into things to make it look so pretty.
0: It's a great concept, though. The fact that it's the mill that runs on the water, and you have to make all that work and make the belts work. I, I just love the way that that works. The arm is a little frustrating because you see it right away, but you don't get to play with it for a very, very long time. And you also had a problem with the arm.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, that was my that was my second bug. Uh, I'd finished this game before, and I was like, yep, yeah, I know exactly what I'm doing. Blah 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 blah. Line up all the things. Oh, it's not triggering what's going on and then but luckily I I remembered the first oscilloscope I'm like okay quit out go out come back in do the same thing now it's working so yeah if I again if I'd been on a first playthrough first time I would have been like oh I'm doing something wrong and I might have been stuck here for
0: an hour luckily I had no problem again so I I was able to push right through make the hand unleash the piece that it had been holding (laughs) for so long but you're in a
1: sawmill can you just cut the fingers off of it (laughs) There are many tools you could use
0: <laughs> if you really wanted to. But yes, those things would break the game. We finish this room. We go back, Dancing Pyramid again. We now get to go next chapter, the observatory. So in the observatory, the first room, we it's very weird because there is an initial room with two doors, but I didn't really notice that. I walked right into the room with the telescope. Yeah. There are just a few things going on here. You've got the disc puzzle that you need to... This one did frustrate me a lot. Putting this shape in the right position, Mm -hmm. I just couldn't seem to make it land in just the right spot. But then it did work. You get the piece of parchment. This part I had to use hints for because I didn't know what they were trying to do. I didn't understand what the middle section was for. And when the hint said, oh, you should probably line up the lines to match the shapes. I went, Oh, okay, so that it does serve a purpose because what I was doing was the stupid thing, going, Where can I move it where two shapes are actually fully in the circle? And then let me go try that. So I was doing a lot of back ah, and forth. Okay. There was a waste of time and going, Well, this is not hmm. this is not a very well thought out puzzle. Oh no, it is. Yeah. It's there. Everything is there. I just wasn't putting it together. You basically leads up to you get to look through and make a shape in the telescope. Now you can go out to the courtyard and in the courtyard, there's a sundial and a table you get to play with until you get to the point where you can actually move the sundial to its proper spot and then flip it over. Which is incredible. Yeah. (laughs) There's a lot to do with that table. And then there's another room as well that you need to play around with, which has kind of a big power box. You've got a platform that has a shape missing, which obviously you need to get there's just so much going on with the observatory as far as doing all the planet puzzles on the outside, matching puzzles when you get back into the other room. And that's the thing, the other room seemed to be a lot of matching puzzles. You had to do the matching on the floor. You had to do the matching with the giant constellation atlas and matching those pictures to the power box.
1: Yeah, I like that puzzle as well. I, like it was almost like, a, like one of those metal detectors where you're combing the beach for something uh uh,
0: and that leads into as well the the maze essentially the 3d maze you have to do via tv yeah which i don't like the sound there's a sound that's playing and i was i was playing the game with headphones on and it's just just hissy annoying noise for the entire time when you're going through that maze well it's, it's been broadcast from mars man what do you expect but it was a very cool <laughs> idea. It was a very interesting concept. I love
1: that. how Yeah, it's like you, you go to Mars, basically, and you go through this maze and then you find the object and then it's instantly transported to where you are. That's such a cool concept.
0: So there's a lot of great things in the observatory. Again, the look of it is really good. The three rooms feel like they work together well. It's It's just got this good thematic use throughout the whole thing. It's all about constellations and it's all about then going to space and coming back. I like it a lot. Now we go back to the main room and we have enough. Yep, We can go to the final level, which is called the projector, which (laughs) we basically get this D20. D20. (laughs) (laughs) And with this key, as he's called it, you can now go into the portal. So you go into the portal that you saw him go into at the beginning, and you basically hover down, fly down, glide onto the top of this tower where there's an angular dome that you have to place the key onto. And I did this level many times, which we'll talk about. Get used to playing this
1: part, Yeah.
0: yeah. So, yes, you place it down. There's a projector with these beams. You have to manipulate mirrors, find mirrors, go into shapes. Again, more of these shapes like we've had before with the, I think the grasshopper, the rat, the owl, the snake, all of these symbols that have been around the building that we've go inside and we find. We now have to do this for turning on the projector. We go inside to power up uh, New laser, if you do some of the other endings, there are just a lot going on here. After you do it a few times, this is a very short level, yeah. <laughs> but the first time it feels very long and it basically projects the basic vanilla ending, I guess, would be the door to your train car Yeah. where you go inside and you're like, yep, I beat it. I'm awesome. And you have a note that says you're not awesome. You're now trapped. Yeah. You know, what's the difference between a labyrinth and a maze? I I really think they're the same thing, but <laughs> apparently a labyrinth doesn't have an exit. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, otherwise, I wouldn't know. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only thing that makes sense from, from the note that he gives. So, yeah, that's it. So, it took me, now with taking notes and a few other stupid things I was doing, it took me close to seven hours to be it originally. And that is the imprisoned ending. But there are four possible endings, and this is what I really want to talk about because this is my favorite part of the game.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is amazing because, like, in one, in one, you got one ending; in two, you've got one ending, and then, yeah, in three, you've got oh, let's just throw in four endings this time.
0: But the way this works,
1: here's the thing: the cutscene for for, for Imprison, yeah. though, is, is is fantastic. It's like you can tell, like, a lot of um, a lot of effort went into making this ending.
0: Right, because this is where you're on the train, you get to see everything giant labyrinth around you. Yeah. And you also see a box appear. The pyramids in the distance and stuff. And the the craftsman is ready to go to his next destination.
1: Yeah. Basically you are the fuel that's powering his dimension.
0: There was a note earlier on that I didn't talk about, which basically says the only way for him to move to the next level is to trap somebody else. Yeah. And the only way to trap somebody else is for them to pretty much see it coming. Which,
1: yeah, to be so smart that they know it's a trap, but still fall for it anyway.
0: Which, right. Which we all did, you know? I mean, because we played the game. Yeah. And so I do think that's very interesting. We are both as player and as character fall- falling for it, but I didn't want to. <laughs> this is why I was desperately going through the house, the manor, our main hub. And there were so many different pieces I was finding and putting together. And this is why I like the study the best, just because the study is the one that made me aware that there was a lot more going on. How about that that desk? The desk, but also the clock. And I'm not sure how I made that first clue happen, but it seemed like I waited for a certain time and then a door opened and now I could start this hunt for the next. It was always the next thing along. So getting inside the grandfather clock figuring out how to do the grandfather clock puzzle, then being able to get into the desk and then all of those pieces. The worst part was that drawer that I didn't check Mm. out properly. And that's where you said, well, you need to look at that drawer a bit better because I "I looked at that drawer. I didn't see anything. And what I said was I am incredibly intrigued. Like I found an empty drawer and in any other game that would have annoyed the heck out of me. But Mm. in this one, I just became even more intrigued because this game does not have any excess items. If you have it, you have it for a reason. I mean,
1: even the screwdriver up until the end, I'm like, what do I need the screwdriver for?
0: Which annoys me because I didn't figure that out. (laughs) I had to do a walkthrough for that bit. And I had all the pieces. But uh, let's not jump there just yet. Because once I found the one slider, then I realized the whole desk was a bunch of sliders. And I had to just keep looking and finding each piece. And along with finding all the pieces, you're finding these notes that lead you further a bit into the story and lead you into going back and forth. There's the beautiful puzzle in the library where you have to take the piece downstairs, reshape it, bring it back up. Now it becomes a stage. You get the empty wax cylinder, which annoyed me because I found that much earlier hmm. on. And that's the thing. I spent way too much time early game trying to figure out the big end game puzzle. And that's why when I started to do it, I said, Oh, I've got the second one. I've got the third one. And you said, wow, you're really flying. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Well, that's because I had most of it figured out. I was just missing pieces. And so I, you know, I had this wax cylinder for ages that I couldn't use and could figure out. I knew exactly what I wanted to do with the phone puzzle and the record player, but I had to wait <laughs>
1: Even me playing it again for the second time I'd forgotten a lot of What was going on with that puzzle And I was like, I'm sure this Record player should be playing something (laughs) But yeah, it's not until Way further down the line That that actually, you get to switch that on
0: And then when you finally do And you go back into the stage, there's that trippy scene Where you're spinning around And the music is playing It's really beautifully done Yeah, I had already solved the First half of the keyhole puzzle in the greenhouse, but didn't have a key with which to turn. So, so many of these things I had, I was there. And that's what I loved. I love that this just intrigued me. There was so much more going on. Little pieces that you would find that would make you realize that there is more than just the basic power and oscilloscope puzzles, that there's something in the main hub, which is also a puzzle. So many puzzles.
1: And there's no hints for this either. This is like, uh, uh, like you can get the the trapped ending with hints. And yeah, but all these other endings are, you're on your own.
0: Right. I, I like that. I like that a lot. You get your tokens and you finally get to use the Maggie fortune teller, yep. who is a reference back to a character we were hinted at in the room too. And... That is very dark, yeah. In and of itself, I don't know. Did you use your lens to look at her?
1: Yeah, yeah. She, and, and especially around her, like yeah, her. because
0: it starts off with small symbols and they get bigger and bigger as you find more and more yeah. tokens,
1: more and more information. Like you're yeah. you're being deceived or something. I can't remember exactly what she said. That's the very first one. Is it you're
0: being yeah. deceived? But there are other symbols around where I think he, the craftsman, is trying to keep her contained.
1: Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, her name's Maggie Cox, and she's, she was the, she was, so she was the assistant of the great Khan, who's also been trapped as well. And so he's been using both of them to power his weird occult stuff. And yeah, it's just such a sad story for, imagine that, Maggie trapped inside a a fortune teller box for all of eternity.
0: Well, yes or no, because there's, the very final ending and the final token and piece where it opens up and it looks like the flux capacitor from (laughs) back to the future and you take that piece out and her power just goes. Yeah. And you just see her, like, sag. It's very sad. Yeah. <laughs> like, she, she when you realize something. what's going on, like, it feels very sad. Yeah. But then, yeah, you get to take all your pieces to the tower and you keep redoing this. Well, not the tower, but the projector, the projector tower. yeah. And you get to keep redoing this over and over again to get the ending where you get to escape. But as you escape, the whole manor disintegrates and... The note from your character at the end says, I'm not even sure if it's real anymore. Then you get the, uh, was it unleashed or released? Release. And in that one, you see pretty much the same thing, except now it's tentacles destroying it. And you see that's what happened. And so your character is much more clued into, this is what destroyed it. And it's a little bit darker because now this character can't move on from this horror that it's seen. But... Then Lost. Lost is a very interesting ending. Yeah. Where you essentially get to end up on Mars or some Mars-like planet. We
1: assume it's Mars, yeah, but you can breathe on Mars, apparently.
0: <laughs> well, if you're going to say that the whole place can reset magically, then I'm sure that magically you can breathe. A
1: magic bubble. <laughs> it's like Dr. Manhattan, just like, boop. <laughs> there you go. Um, but yeah, so the, 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 the endings are pretty cool. So it's like, yeah, so obviously we don't get a letter from the trapped ending because, well, you're you can't you, you can't escape. There's no one to write a letter to. You're done. And basically, when you get escape, um yeah, I I saw the tentacles coming out of the manor, but the whole manor collapses on top of them. So it's like, yeah, you escape, the the monster is not released. And it probably doesn't die, but yeah, it's just done. But yeah, his letter was quite interesting. It's like, basically, I think he ends up in a mental asylum because he's like, talk like this is like, people think I'm crazy. It's like, but he's happy. You know, he's like, he doesn't feel the need for null anymore. He's done. And that's the ending. That's that. But release, that was an interesting letter for me because I wrote a lot about it. He says at the end of it, he tells the next player, who I'm assuming is going to be the room four, um, but he's like, I'm in Bethlehem. But something struck me about this. I was like, I'm pretty sure he isn't. I think he's in. I think he might be on Mars again, or somewhere in the Virgo constellation, because the star of Bethlehem is called the House of Bread, and the House of Bread is in Virgo. And Virgo, as a as a um, as a horoscope sign, Virgo is basically um, Virgo is the attention to detail. Hardest working, meticulous sign in the entire zodiac, which kind of plays into this whole aspect of the room being this meticulously crafted puzzle. And when Mars is in Virgo, it's diligence and perfection, which is what the room is all about. And so, I don't think that's a coincidence. I think they, I think they're doing that on purpose. Um, and. If the if the release is the ending, which with the room four is going by, I think the room four is maybe going to be the room in space. Like I'd be quite happy to have that.
0: But wait, do you mean lost? Not release. Release is just where the tentacles come down and destroy the place.
1: Um. Oh no, no, no! no. I think, I think, um, I think both of them. Like lost is yet in space, but I also think release will be in space. I think that they. If my theory here is anything to go on, like if if this makes any sense, he somehow still gets there because he's obviously still following the Null, because um, he didn't end up in an, as- in an asylum. And he is currently working on something, because he's writing this letter to someone to say, come and find me, I'm onto something here. Which I thought was really interesting. Um, what else did I want to say about that? Hang on. Lost, yeah. So there's no letter. And then, yeah, because, well, he's on Mars, probably. Yeah, it's hard. I don't think they have a postal service there. Not yet. Not yet. He can be the first. Um, but the problem is that the next room game... well. There is another room game called Old Sins, which is only on mobile at the moment. And I've noticed this as well. I've, I've been playing that game for about, I don't know, I think about a, a year.
0: What, Old Sins?
1: Yeah. Um, and I said this to you as well, like it took me a while to finish the Room 3 um, because I think when you play on mobile, it's just different. It's like 10 minutes and then, you know, you play for 10 minutes and then you just put it down or you play until you solve a certain amount of puzzles or you get stuck and then you put it down. But at a PC, when you're sitting down at it, it's very easy to blast through it and like, just be like, you're just, this is your PC time. You're engaged. You're going for it. But if you're playing it on a bus or if you're playing it, yeah, just mobile feels totally different. It's weird. Cause yeah, I'd say I've been playing the old sins for months, probably. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Old Sins is, I think it's in between the Room 2 and the Room 3. I think it's like a transition. It's not really a prequel. And then, unfortunately, there is another room game in development and it's called A Dark Matter. And that room game is going to cost me about 500 bucks because it's VR only. And it looks amazing. And I, I honestly, this is going to be the game that gets me to buy into virtual reality because when they came out in, on mobile, it was beautiful. No one had ever really done that before. Like, they really took like they worked with the limited power of a cell phone or a tab and they produced something beautiful and it was slick and it was flawless and it was just, it was great to work with. I think they can do that with VR. And even they've said it themselves. They're like, we weren't ready to do VR before, but now we are. We we think the technology, they're, they're basically saying the technology has caught up to us, basically is what they're <laughs> That's saying. That's what we wanted. Yeah. <laughs> um, it wasn't there in the past, but now it is. And I watched. I watched the video for it. It does look really beautiful. You're basically in. I think you're in the, the like natural history museum or something like that. Um, and you're. It's 190 something. So that one I think is definitely a prequel. It's called uh, yeah the room. Uh, it's called a dark matter. Um, yeah, that's coming out in 2020, and that's going to have to be a, an early birthday present. <laughs> You've got a little bit of time to save up then. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, but no word on when Old Sins is coming to PC, but it roughly takes them about two to three years to port the game from mobile to PC, and I don't know if they're going to... I don't I don't think the, the Old Sins is going to be a priority for them if they're working on this VR game so hard, so who knows?
0: So, so The Room 3, I loved it. I think that visually beautiful, even within the puzzles, sometimes really visually beautiful. Wide variety of puzzles to play felt very intuitive. I was flying through this one more than the others. I just really really love this game and then to on top of it have a mystery within a mystery where there's the obvious objectives and then the hidden objectives of the main hub that need to be solved. I loved it. I think that this is a fantastic game. I don't see how they can top themselves, but I guess the future may may prove me wrong.
1: No, we'll see. But, yeah, I mean, it's incredible to think that this whole thing, ever since one, has been one giant long con by the craftsman. That's incredible. I love that. And I don't know if they had that plan from the start, or if that's something that they started developing in the room two when it was became popular and they're like, oh, it was vague enough in one that we can add all this story now. And then they, they put in the great Khan, Maggie, uh, and then the craftsman. And who pulled, I think at one point in the room three, it's like, who pulls the strings of the puppet master? So it's like, uh, we're defi- I think we're definitely getting a 4 I just don't think it'll be until like 2025
0: <laughs> Yep, gaps filled and more gaps created Next time Today we're going to be discussing the movie Enemy Heisenberg?
1: He's pretty I- bad
0: Heisenberg <laughs> If you have little ears that you don't want to be listening to such things then Earmuffs mm, yeah, <laughs> For an hour <laughs> someone tries to... Okay, we well, are in the spoiler-free section. We can't,
1: we can't talk about that, yeah, so...
0: <laughs> I'm just a bit worried that he's overdoing this and this is going to become so overused by him that you almost ignore it. It doesn't mean anything anymore. <laughs> Five minutes in. Are, <laughs> are, you, are you serious? I'm deadly serious. All right, well, we have we have our focus now because I totally disagree. <laughs> oh, oh really? Okay, that's yes. that's odd. All this and more on the next episode of Filling in the Gap.